Episode number eight, The Rental Realist. Tyson Hill here. Welcome aboard. We're basically going to do a continuation, or I guess you could call it a part two from the last episode when it comes to home warranty. There's just a really good story that I I just want to share. It's just so, so good. And if you skip the last episode, um, spoiler alert, uh, when it comes to home warranties, uh, not a fan. No, not a fan at all. Uh, In this story that I'm going to tell, I'm going to basically give you all the kind of, we're going to pull back the curtain on home warranty and why it's just not a good idea with rental property. And for those, there are a small number of situations where it is the best move, but for the most part, it's just not the best product for a rental property and a landlord. Now, in this story, like I said, I'm going to pull back the curtain. We're going to talk about some of the the pitfalls and the stumbling blocks that you're going to come across on a routine basis, especially on the bigger ticket items that need to be replaced, like an air conditioning unit. In the end, what I'm going to do is we are going to go through all the numbers of how much money this particular owner who had an AC unit replaced, how much they really saved or didn't save. We're going to break it down at the very end, and I think it'll be a little surprising to most of you. All right, so here we go. June 9th, 2016. Nice, hot summer day, and I get that text message from a tenant saying, Hey, Tyson, AC's not working. And I'm like, all right, no problem. And I immediately send the message to my guy. He gets over there, same day. And I get the dreaded phone call. Now, when I send my AC guy somewhere and then like an hour or two later, he's calling me. I I know that's not good. That's usually some bad news. And he calls me and and he informs me that the, uh, the condenser motor is grounded, meaning that it needs to be replaced. There's nothing you can do at that point. And so I'm like, ah, great. So I call this particular owner, uh, relay the bad news, and then he informs me, oh, I actually have a home warranty on that, so I'm glad you called me. Uh, Let's get home warranty out there so it can get covered. So I'm like, cool, no problem at all. So we call the home warranty company, we submit the claim, and they assign it out to a company. Now this company, so this is a Thursday when I send this in. They couldn't get there until Monday. Now, I didn't know this because they were communicating directly with the tenants, and I have some really cool tenants in this particular property. So they just accepted that and waited till they can get they could get there. So Monday rolls around, and they end up not showing up. And so my tenant contacts me at that point, says, hey, Tyson, um, these guys never showed up. And of course, I'm like, wait, what? Like, they didn't come Friday? You know, we're here we are Monday and you guys just dealt with this all weekend long. So of course I, I get on the phone right away and we start calling and they said that they had a scheduling conflict and that they would be there Tuesday. Again, the tenants were super cool. They were accommodating. They're like, fine, as long as they come Tuesday and get this resolved, we're good. Tuesday. The contractor shows up and they um, end up leaving the property and the tenant calls me and says, Hey, my AC is still not working. And they didn't act like, you know, it needed to be replaced or anything. They said that they would submit a report to home warranty and that home warranty would be in contact, uh, with, with the homeowner from there. And I thought, huh, that's kind of strange. So I end up, you know, calling home warranty 
and we ended up emailing back and forth a little bit. And once they got the report, the report came back and said that it was an electrical issue. It was not an air conditioning issue and that they recommended sending an electrician. So little does this contractor know that I had sent my trusted guy over there first. So I, I call my guy Trent. I'm like, Trent, you know, home warranty is claiming that it's an electrical issue. Like, are you sure it was, you know, needed to be replaced? It was an AC issue. And he said, Tyson, 100% without fail, that AC guy knows what's wrong and he just doesn't want to deal with it. So I said, well, why wouldn't he want to deal with it? That doesn't make any sense. He gets to replace an AC unit. Isn't that pretty good money? And then Trent said, yeah, under normal circumstances, that's good. But when you're dealing with home warranty, home warranty companies rate each contractor on how much they're costing the company per job. So no contractor who gets work from a home warranty company wants to do the big ticket items. They just want to do the quick, easy fixes because it doesn't cost the home warranty company anything. And then they get more jobs. They get more easy jobs. So my guy told me, he's like, they just didn't want to do it because it's going to hurt their rating. And then they're going to get less jobs from the home warranty. So basically, they're just going to lie to get out of it and pass it on to another contractor. So this is the end of the day, June 14th. And remember, the, we first knew about this on June 9th and called it in. So we're, we're on day five now. So this is frustrating. Of course, home warranty believes them. And they said, well, we're going to send an electrician. And I'm telling them, look, these guys aren't being forthright and you're just going to cost another day. We have a tenant without AC. This is not a good situation. Please just send another AC tech. They refuse. They want to send the electrician. So they assign an electrician out there. They get out there the next day and exactly what we knew would happen. They reported back to the home warranty company that there's nothing wrong with the electrical, that it looks to be an AC issue and they need to get an AC person back back out there. So home warranty emails me again, like, okay, everything checked out. Uh, We're going to reassign this to another AC company. And you can just see how frustrated we are at this point because day by day, you know, these tenants are without air. This is not a good situation. We know exact. we've known since June 9th what's wrong, yet we got to play the game that home warranty wants to play. So they end up assigning it to another company. The new company comes out the next day and they diagnose exactly what we knew was wrong. They, they knew that the, the complete system needed to be replaced. From there, the home warranty company orders the, the system that takes a couple days to come in. Then the contractor's got to go pick it up. They got to schedule. They got to do the install. So by the time all this took place, on June 22nd, our tenants had AC again. So they went over two weeks with no air conditioning playing this game with the home warranty company. Now my guy who got there on June 9th, diagnosed exactly what the problem is, would have had a new system installed the following day, June 10th. And this is why I have a massive problem with home warranty. Number one, they're sending contractors that, you know, we don't know, obviously we don't trust, who have an agenda. And their agenda is not to take care of our tenants. Their agenda is to take care of themselves. And that's a problem. And that's bad for business. Number two, you know, home warranties are, you know, they're a corporation. They're having people who don't understand contractors. They don't understand the game. And they don't know when their contractors are actually BSing them. And so they don't 
properly know how to handle these things. And they're detached from these tenants. When you're dealing directly with the tenant, you can see the urgency of a matter where to them, you're just, you know, you're just a policy number. And and that's how they look at it as evident, uh, you know, of an AC needing to be replaced taking two weeks. And there's just so many moving parts. You know, contractors who aren't employees of the company, different employees, employees who don't have authority to make decisions. You know, there's just so many things going on that it can cause, you know, a lot of issues. Like nobody in that home warranty company even cared that the first AC technician completely misdiagnosed on purpose. Like nobody even cares about that. You know, they just moved on, assigned it to somebody else. And then this guy gets rewarded for it because now his rating stays low because, oh, that that particular company doesn't cost us a lot of money when we send him to jobs. We're going to send him more jobs, even though he really cost him more money because they had to send an electrician out there, you know, to per his recommendation when it wasn't necessary. Now let's talk about the numbers a little bit. So this, the new contractor who actually ended up replacing the AC unit, as I had mentioned in the, the last episode, certain things are covered, a lot of things aren't. So this is what was not covered in the replacement. And this is what the owner had to pay out of pocket in addition to the service call fee. Uh, there was a $250 disconnect box, $150 line set modification, $150 line set modification, $150 drain line modification, a $225 4-inch filter frame, a $175 electrical modification, totaling $1,100 to the homeowner. So they wouldn't even replace or put the new unit in without the current owner cutting a check to this contractor for $1,100. So you think you're, you're getting your whole AC unit replaced for free? Nope. $1,100. Which, you know, it's a ripoff. I'm looking at these numbers. That is a complete ripoff. But what can you do? They have all the leverage. If you say no to that, then they're not going to replace it because they can't replace it without doing that stuff, right? And so they they hold the hammer and that's how these contractors, you know, make up for not making any money through the home warranty company. You know, a $65 trade fee, please. You know, nobody's getting rich off that. But what they do is it's like, oh, yeah, that needs to be replaced, but this isn't covered, and that's going to cost this much. You know, and that's why they like working for these home warranty companies. So while these tenants were extremely cool and dealt with it, we couldn't charge them rent for all those days that they did not have AC. And so the owner had to basically credit the rent back to these tenants. And he did try to get it from the home warranty company, and they weren't having it. They're like, nope, sorry, we don't do that. You know, I guess you could sue them over it, but, you know, you're going to spend a lot of money, you know, going after, you know, not a significant amount of money. So let's add up the numbers. So $1,100 to the contractor, $65 trade call fee, and then $455 in rent credit back to the tenant for the days that they did not have AC, plus the $482 uh, home warranty plan that they have to pay annually. So when you add all that up, you have $2,102. Now, what would my guy have charged to replace that unit complete? You know, I don't have the exact number, but roughly, you know, anywhere from 32 to 3,400 bucks. So, you know, how much money did they really save? 1,200 bucks? 
And in this case, it was 1200 bucks. But in 99% of my tenant situations, you know, these tenants opted to stay there and deal with it with, with rent being credited back. There is no way that the majority of my tenants would have accepted that. And by law, this owner would have not only had to credit their rent, but would have had to have put them up in, in a hotel. Now, this wouldn't be like, hey, I'm going to put you up in a Motel 6 for 60 bucks a night. You know, if, if they're living in a, a pretty decent house, in a nice house, I mean, you're going to have to put them in something respectable. For ease of numbers, $100 a night. So 14 nights. It's 1400 bucks. If you add that to the total, you lost money. Yeah, you got the AC unit replaced, but you lost money in the end. And when you factor in, you know, you don't know when your AC unit's going to go out. You have no clue. So if you pay that $482 year after year after year after year, can't you see how how easy it is to lose? You know, you don't know when your AC is going to go out. So if you pay that for 10 years, you know, you bought an AC unit plus, you know, you bought, you bought a top of the line AC unit. So you can see how it's just not worth it. it. They just don't cover what they're promising. And to my point, there's a reason they're in business. They're in business to make money. They're not in business to help you. And this is the only scenario. Yes, in that particular year, this owner came out ahead. But if he continued to buy this plan for year after year after year, he's losing. He is 100% losing, even though he had an AC unit replaced. And we didn't even get into the liability aspect of it. You know, when it's 110 degrees outside and a tenant doesn't have AC, that is a high, high liability situation. We treat that as an absolute emergency. When an AC is down and it's hot, that is an emergency per law. It's an emergency. And in our office, it's an emergency. Yet we're going to involve home warranty company who does not look at that as, as an emergency. And that puts in a, an extremely high amount of liability, not on just the landlord, but as us as a property management company. And so when you just start putting all this together, it just becomes, at least to me, crystal clear why it's just not a good idea, especially in the state of Arizona when we're dealing with extreme temperatures. Now, if you want a home warranty plan on your own personal home that you live in and you can run over to your grandparents or parents' house while you wait this game out for them, cool, do that. But tenants aren't willing to do that. They're paying you to live in a property and there's an expectation that that property is going to be functioning and working in a timely manner. And the law backs it up. All right, home warranty, we're going to give you a break. I came at you pretty hard the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll lay off of you until you do something that irritates me again and gives me the urge to, to pop off on you again. So we'll give you a break. And again, thanks for taking a listen. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.